Joining us on the Weekend Play Date today, we have Justine Smith, who's a disability specialist at Progression Transformation Enablers. Thanks so much for joining us today, Justine. Appreciate it. No problem at all. Pleasure. Uh, Justine, first question, is diabetes a disability or is it a chronic condition? Um, there is actually not a wrong or a right or a yes and no answer to that. Um, we literally, when we talk about disability, we're talking about it in the context of like employment expertise. So we're talking about it in the context of a working environment uh, when we're looking at it specifically relating to work. And so that's really just the definition that we're using. And so it talks about it being a long-term condition and something that is a physical or mental impairment. Um, and does the condition, basically does the long-term condition which diabetes is, substantially impact or limit the person at all in their uh, day-to-day lives in terms of doing a job, finding work, going out into the working environment and doing the inherent tasks that they do in their role on a day-to-day basis. So that's really what you've got to do. There isn't actually a yes or no answer because, again, these kind of chronic long-term illnesses do impact for people differently. So, So for somebody who has diabetes, they may qualify for disability status, but others with the same condition but just a different presentation won't. Okay, that's... That is a little bit makes sense. Yeah, that is complicated. It is a little bit confusing, um, especially because there are two types of diabetes that uh, which you are born with, and and then of course um, uh, that which is onset from your your lifestyle, um, your eating habits, your stress, and that type of thing. So some people would say maybe it's it was avoidable, and that you brought uh, this ailment on yourself, which also might be a, a contributing factor to whether or not you'd be classified for disability or not. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, is, I mean, we're talking about type 1 diabetes, which is generally your diabetes that has some sort of hereditary link, um, that is your insulin dependence, so, so where the person would be possibly using injections to manage it. And that often is, like we said, hereditary. Um, but then your type 2 diabetes is generally your more lifestyle-linked diabetes. So mm-hmm. that one is, and, and as you say, you're right in saying, you know, there are times, and there, there are ways we can avoid it. You know, certainly um, we talk about things like obesity being a huge factor in contributing to to the onset of type 2 diabetes. So people are tested and sometimes they're told, oh, you've got almost predisposition to type 2 diabetes. That can be reversed if we change our lifestyles, if we upgrade, uh, you know, the, the level of exercise we do, if we try to monitor our weight and our diet and, and keep ourselves in a healthier state, look at what we eat and how we, we manage that, we can reverse those effects. We can see the the, the impact that the diabetes or type 2 diabetes has for us um, by being healthier, being more conscious of our lifestyles and the stresses that we have on a day-to-day basis. It's crazy to, to read that some like 7% of South African adults between 21 and 79, which is like almost 4 million people, have diabetes in South Africa. And according to the World Health Organization, four times as many people have type 2 diabetes today compared to 36 years ago. So it definitely is a, a lifestyle thing. Definitely, and I mean, it, it, it could be a contributing factor to the fact that uh, work is very stressful. So therefore, I am reaching for comfort food as opposed to healthier options because I feel better after I have the comfort food, even though it is not ideal for my health. Uh, would you would you be able to describe some of the um, symptoms of diabetes that would make people realize that maybe they actually do need to go um, and get and get tested and see if they have it? So maybe somebody has it now or is, is getting to the, the point where they are actually classified and they don't even realize it yet. Yeah, I mean, the symptoms that they kind of constantly tell you about is to be conscious of any changes to your weight. So suddenly a huge amount of weight loss or weight gain, um, unexplained, obviously we would normally go get that checked out anyway. Things like being frequently thirsty, um, 
it's a bit more so than usual or actually having to go to the bathroom a lot more often. So mm. uh, constantly being tired as well, that exhaustion. Those are all things that we would see as being um, symptoms of as perhaps the onset of diabetes. Not uh, definite, but, you know, if we see those kind of changes in our, our, our weight or our need to drink or, or go to the bathroom more often, those are the things we should be sort of watching out for as a, as a more uh, a telltale sign that could be that we might be experiencing some sort of diabetic or pre-diabetic symptoms um, that we need to be aware of. And definitely, like you said, lifestyle is so huge. Um, Lifestyle is one of those main things that's contributing at the moment to the changes, and we see those numbers are rising and rising. Like you mentioned as well, that that stress from work and busyness, the amount of hours that we do on a working day, Mm. and we come home, we're exhausted, so the last thing we want to do is go to the gym or eat a salad. Yeah. But it's, we've got to be more comfortable, especially in the winter. Uh, the summer kind of makes us a little bit more energetic, but in the winter it's even harder. For sure. And with this cold spell that we're having right now, it's not helping the situation. Exactly. We definitely want to just lie in bed or lie on the couch, watch some TV, eat mm. some popcorn and, and relax. So. Uh, Justine, as a specialist at Progression Transformation Enablers, what exactly does your organization do that maybe some of our listeners would be would be able to benefit from? Yeah, well, what we do is we provide workplace opportunities and learnership opportunities for people with disabilities. And also with that, but the, the bulk of, of the service and the specialized service that we do is for people with disabilities. And then we also help companies. So we go out into organizations and we talk about disability because the biggest barrier that we've seen to sort of equality for people is always that sort of understanding and that knowledge. So to be able to go out and raise awareness, talk about disability, support companies to write their policies and to make sure that what they're doing in their day-to-day working, running um, of their businesses is actually in line with people's rights and uh, that's in line with best practice for managing people and for making sure that people are healthy and safe and happy at work. Is your organization nationwide or is it based only in one city? No, we're national. Um, so we do, we are actually based, our offices are only based in uh, Lindhurst, in Joburg side, but we have a footprint all over. So we have a number of companies. We have um, consultants that go down to the Cape. Myself, I'm often sort of in the cave or wherever there's a need, really, if we have a company that wants us to, to pop out to Durban or Cape Town or wherever their branches may be, we are more than happy. And we also have ownership opportunities and those opportunities for people throughout the country. That is amazing. Um, Justine, how do people get in touch with, with you guys? Yeah, the easiest way really is just to, to pop us an email. You can send it through to support at Progression or help at Progression or inquiries at progression.co.za. Or alternatively, you can give us a call, and our telephone number is 011-452-3304. Justine Smith, who's a disability specialist at Progression Transformation Enablers, thank you so much for joining us on the weekend playdate, and um, all the best with the amazing work that you guys are doing. I think it's very admirable. So awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity to come and chat to you guys. If you would like to find out more about interesting people who are doing amazing things within the disability sector, check out 5FM's Catch Up, look for Weekend Playdate, and check them out there. Loads of interviews. And we do this every single Sunday at around about half past three.